This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, four minutes after two o'clock, Central Africa time. Good morning. Welcome uh, to the very last hour of the Tuesday installment of Power Zone here in Power uh, 98.7. Now we are talking. Great to be in your company. Uh, my name is Ngosi Konamalingamnisi, standing in for Katla Kholekhodi this morning and uh, foremost uh, of uh, this week. Thanks very much uh, for uh, staying on. If you've just uh, joined us as well, you are more than welcome. Of course, they're uh, concluding the uh, second hour of uh, the show today was a very, very powerful piece of work um, as Power 98.7. Uh, we continue to honor the anniversary of the Lily Mine tragedy, which took place on February 5th, 2016. It was yesterday, in fact, um, and it marked eight years since uh, that very, very tragic happening in Mbumalanga. Uh, that piece uh, brought to you by our very own uh, Denzel Taylor, Trevor Atlungwani, and uh, Linda Manganyi. They wrote, produced, and assembled that documentary titled What Happens When We Died, a fabulous, fabulous piece of life, but a, a, a piece of work, in fact, piece of work. I guess the individuals that put it together definitely uh, in terms of their life, what magnitude of an impact that they continue to make um, on our lives on a personal basis, but also uh, in the work in which they uh, do do. Ah, my goodness. Yeah, I feel like I needed to just breathe after that particular documentary because the family's still seeking closure to this day, eight years on, and they are yet to receive the remains of their loved ones. But 0861-987-000, that's the number to dial if you're wanting to conversate with us at PowerFM987 on X. I'm at Mnisi Nkosikon on PowerFM on Facebook. Nkosikon Amalinga Mnisi on Facebook. Um, remember on X to use the hashtag PowerZone. Of course, we're at 98.7 in Pretoria, Johannesburg, Joburg, Southwest Rand, 103.6, 104.4 in Ferenaheng, Ekurleni, the East Rand, 107.2 at DSTV Audio Bouquet, Channel 889, Power987.co.za. That's our web and uh, wherever in the world you could be uh, from, you can certainly plug in there. Remember, I promised yesterday that uh, we'd continue with this particular uh, conversation. It was meant for Monday uh, motivation, but given our programming yesterday, we ran out of time and we couldn't really uh, delve much into Monday motivation. But I wanted to continue it um, for this gentleman, our guest this morning, to tell his story for those of you who perhaps may not know it. His name is uh, Silepi Madisha. He's a car explosion survivor, but more so a director and inspirational speaker. He joins us on the line again this morning. Thanks very much for your time, Silepi. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Oh, there we go. Thank you. I got you. It's an absolute pleasure. How do we uh, begin to get to this particular point in time? And I want us to... Um, start with your journey and what exactly happened uh, on that particular day because I also just wanted to really uh, zone or zoom in to your story this morning. Thanks, thanks very much for that uh, uh, question, Corner. Yeah, mm. and uh, yeah, so 
in a nutshell, because I, I happened to be involved in a car explosion uh, accident myself uh, back in 2004. Hmm. And, 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 and how it happened, it was like, you know, with all these small gatherings and, and you know what you would call them, the chiller sessions, right? Mm. So we happened to, to have that kind of a session where we were celebrating, obviously, from our graduation days and so on, back in the days. And uh, and, and out of the five of us, decided uh, from, from a minute uh, session that we were having, mm-hmm. that we were actually going to move from the location where we are, where we were in Kempton Park, and we wanted really to go to, to, to Pretoria in the early hours of the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, from there on our way uh, via Allendale Road, that is when when the the roads were still even a bit uh, uh, you know narrower, so mm-hmm. so we couldn't even we couldn't even have the five lanes that we've got today. Yeah? So at that point in time, the driver <coughs> sorry the driver couldn't really see the close, mm-hmm. couldn't really see the road uh, very clear. To an extent that uh, he drove. Straight into the field, Mr. Sharp kept drove straight into a, into a field, and guess what? Uh, corner. The car was only stopped by uh, an electric danger box. Sure. So what happened is I happened to go unconscious when the when the when, when the when the car left obviously the the, the, the tower road into the gravel. That's when I went unconscious, and I'm told then from there we were stopped by an electric danger box. But quite miraculous here is is uh, when all that happened uh, uh, within about ten seconds or so, when I was pulled out of that car, that explosion really took place. Hmm. When do you regain consciousness and what's your first initial recollection of that moment when you finally regain consciousness? Look, of course, it, 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 I, I, I happened to come up with that spirit to say, you know what, it is what it is. It, 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 it happened, it is what it is. And, uh, and, and for me to, re- to come out of all that, I had to, 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 to really find myself i had to really convince myself i had to really <clears throat> to believe in myself that mm-hmm. you know what life still continues and like i did say when i was speaking in, in, in the previous program i did elaborate on a couple of, 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 of pointers that really up until to date still keep me going mm-hmm. and those pointers for your benefit as well as for the viewers that couldn't have maybe missed the, the, the previous one just to give them that hope of life to say you can still do it mm. as long as you've got what we call a self-acceptance. Mm. So in this case, what I mean is you had to accept exactly that it did happen. Mm. And how do you overcome that? It is, it is for the fact of it, you believing that, you know what, you are who you are. What you see on that mirror, it is exactly what it is. And at the end of the day, you need to go back and do a self, uh, what we do call a sort analysis in, 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 in numerical terms most of the time. But I also do take that uh, 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 methodology to put it in life to say what mm. I, what what, what, do I do? what are my strengths what is it that i can still rely on to for me to be able to move on in terms of life and 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 obviously do get to take all of those things and up until to this mm. day i'm still moving with that kind of a of yeah. a belief and and the second one uh, point was was for me to have that self-confidence you mm. know because it's high time that you need to value yourself everybody should actually need to value yourself and believe that you yourself wherever you are in that corner where you are with whatever you have and all those that are tough, you can still make it. Mm. So that is very, very, that speaks to the power of confidence. Mm. And last but not least, something that also took me up was the issue of the self-love, you know. The minute that you acknowledge that you yourself are worthy of really having that happiness and it's really been uh, 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 laughed, it is one of those pointers that will really take you from one pillar to to the other. Mm. 
And you'll pardon me, and perhaps if you're not really willing to go into it in much depth, that absolutely understand. It must have been such a traumatic incident. But uh, seemingly what I'm picking up is that you've made significant progress. But you also then possibly had to contend with physical uh, life-changing scars, uh, given the injuries sustained and, and, and the magnitude of that accident. And you speak now about self-confidence. How Take us through your journey of healing in terms of now accepting that this is the way in which I look now. Um, these are sort of my new scars um, and, 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 and many people choosing to even see their scars as just new beauty. But it takes time, I would assume, to get to that point where you start to see um, the marks and reminisce of such a tragedy as beauty. Thanks for it. So, so I also had this one particular thing that really also kept me still going. That your point of saying, uh, after believing that this is this is what it is, it is it, it has happened, and then mm-hmm. life still has to continue. I think the other one that really kept me really going, also up until today, is, is the fact that uh, you shouldn't really worry about what people really think or, or, or say about you. You know, mm-hmm. what really matters is what you yourself are thinking about yourself. So, because if you're gonna really want to entertain what is happening out there and stuff like that, I, I, I even shared at the time that when I got into this accident, I was waiting for the tank by myself and I was in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine I'm bent on the face, by the way. So, so mm-hmm. if I was to if I was to hide my face, how will I do that? Because at this point in time, there is really just no way in, in life that you will live like uh, uh, wearing a ballad lava or wearing a mask mm-hmm. or something like that to really hide that. And, and I really come across people that really tell me even even quite weird stories, people hiding their pants on their hands, people hiding pants on, the, on, on, on their legs and stuff. And I say, you're still very privileged because mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you can still hide that. So imagine if some of us have to really continue the journey the way it is with our, our looking at it. And, and, and one thing I, I actually just continue to do is I love to be in public myself. And I love to really go out and say, this is what it is. And I mean, if mm-hmm. people look at me, some still really get to, to, you know, when people get to stare and they've got those questions and asking them, what could have really transpired? You know, people have, mm-hmm. have to live with those assumptions and all that. And what I really encourage is that people must just learn how to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no harm in terms of saying, uh, uh, look, I mean, I can see, I mean, I've got many people that really get to approach me, even if I sit there so in the restaurant and stuff, some people just come by and say, you know what, uh, I got you, but I mean, looking at you there, I can just see a sense of some confidence in you and stuff like that. Do you mind maybe in a brief just telling me what really happened and stuff like that and so And I, I can tell you, the person approaching me and asking me those kind of questions, he he or she probably has a bank elsewhere and he's got mm-hmm. it to, to, to reveal that. And I can tell you now, uh, miraculously, so there's many that I've came across that today they are able to reveal those banks. So I take it that my bank look is actually a, 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 an exemplary to many and then it's actually mm-hmm. an, I, I open to many that life still continues. Mm. How important was a support structure during this healing journey? Very, very important. Very, very mm. important. I mean, for instance, there you've got a family support, which is very, very key at, at this point in time. You will obviously have the support coming from from the the, the professionals as well. And 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 I must say, during that time, I'm, 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 somebody thought this chap is quite a bit stubborn or something like that. Because even when I was called to have some mm. conversations with some of the with some of the, the psychologists and with some of the, the the other medical practitioners and stuff, I'll, I'll actually be a bit aggressive and say. I mean, the minute you come to talk up, to talk about how I'm feeling and stuff like that, it it, it should actually be something that, not to be quite yet, but is, is, is did you ever go through what I went through? You know what I'm mm. trying to say there. 
So, so I turned things around in a sense that instead of them cancelling me, I ended up actually cancelling them. Mm. You know, um, Celebi, I wanted us to speak first about your journey because it ties in so well with uh, our theme for yesterday's Monday Motivation, which we continue uh, into today, speaking about tracking your progress. And for you, because it's 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 been, you know, progress made in healing and accepting. And I'm also guessing it's a continuous thing. So when you look at your journey, how did you manage to track your progress and be grateful and applaud the moments uh, of improvement, even if it was slight improvement? But how were you able to then take a pause and then reflect and say, I've done well, I'm doing okay, and, and keep your head essentially floating um, above the water. Jeez, uh, to that point, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually very grateful if I was to look back and say, would I have achieved all the things or would I have been to places that I've been to date mm. if it wasn't because of this band? So so the answer to that is when I, 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 I looked into this band and said, this is actually some of like, for instance, a life-changing moment for me. Mm. So how do I continue and, and, and carry this pattern and live my life to the fullest? Mm. So what I did is, is, is actually use that as my brand. So even though I did tell, tell you that uh, I, I actually was a full-time uh, uh, banking employee, so at, at mm. point, this point in time, I would I would actually utilize that moment to go out and really do some talks, mostly at schools and stuff, just to inspire and actually just show people that, especially these young ones to say, no matter what could come across your way, you still need to you still need to, to carry on and live that life. So how did I measure that? Is every every year I will literally just track in terms of what is it that one has actually been achieved. I mean, if you go mm. back and you look into say. I've never thought of being on TV myself. I'm not saying appearing on TV on weird things and stuff like that, but I'm saying really the TV concentrating on you like the time you're giving me now, you know? So so these are the, some of the opportunities that you come back and you say, there is actually some progress that one, regardless of how you're healing and stuff, mm. but there is some progress in terms of achievements, in terms of where are you healing in this particular life. Sure. It's really amazing, the reflections um, in which you share. But I'm also guessing in this moment, uh, there were instances where you ha- had to hold yourself accountable to say, you know, uh, perhaps you didn't do well in this particular area within this journey. How Talk to us about the significance of accountability in that sense. But I also am tempted to maybe also ask about moments where one feels that, you know, they failed themselves in a particular instance or they feel like a failure um, and then in your case, perhaps, did you have moments where you blamed the driver of the vehicle? So just it, just those sort of uh, elements of this particular journey. Talk to us th- uh, through some of those. Thanks again for that question. So, mm. so you're talking about just starting with the blame game. So so there is really no blame game because, because like I did say to you, anything can happen anywhere at any given time. So to, to for, for example, you blame the explosion that happened, for instance, in Joba when the case explosion happened. Mm. If you find yourself in that particular uh, area at that time, and that's where you're part of that explosion and stuff, who, who are you going to blame now? Mm. Who are you going to blame now? Even though things can happen after a while and you are told this and this was the cause of the, the explosion, whatever the case may be and stuff, would you be, then be going back? What are you going to benefit? I mean, at the end mm. of the day, even if you were to find out what are you going to benefit at the end. So that brings us to that uh, question that you asked me around the issue of accountability. Because I, I would say that 
I had to be accountable myself to say, this is what it is. I've got goals to achieve in life. And for me to be able to achieve those, I still need to be really carry and, and, and be that accountable in the sense of me staying focused towards what is it that I really want to get to achieve. Mm. So, so you learn from those kind of mistakes in particular, uh, 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 to say it happened. And how do I go about really trying to avoid it going forth and stuff? And I, I, I continue to, to really, to really rub shoulders with, 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 uh, with, 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 with uh, the road awareness uh, uh, campaigns and stuff mm. like that, just to go in and, and I write to those to say, I, I mean, mine happened in a, in a way that, you know, it, 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 it just happened. I said to you, we missed a sharp curve and, and, and the explosion really took place and so on. But there's many incidents that are happening and to really get to, to find themselves wanting to go and blame and put the, like, to your point, the blame games of saying to go back and blame the driver and stuff. And I still say it continues to be a responsibility of everyone to really continue to be the coaches to the next person. I always even go about saying, we always, when you talk about these road accidents and stuff, we will put the more focus on the drivers. That's not the case. I mean, we mm-hmm. did also put the day of pedestrians as well playing a part there. Mm-hmm. Passengers as well. I mean, I was a passenger myself. If I could see that, if I could see at that point in time that the driving was not really as, as, as accurate or as proper as it should be and stuff, I should eventually worked out and say, and say, you know what, Chief, it's either you lower the speed or either you stop, whatever the case may be and stuff. But once mm-hmm. again, you cannot go back and reverse that time. It is what mm-hmm. it is. We spoke earlier about, you know, the importance of a support structure, but, you know, in it being to some degree an internal process with oneself, this issue of tracking progress, you know, there's also that element of saying there could be a support structure, but some people aren't willing to externalize the process. So they're not willing to go above just them dealing with it um, personally, you know, from person to person, individual to individual inside, um, you know, because uh, I'm struggling to find an, uh, another way to to sort of phrase it. But how then did you allow yourself to open up to the support, to speak about uh, this particular incident with other people, to share without feeling judged or feeling as if people are being, you know, uh, intrusive into your privacy? How did you open yourself up to receiving help? Love that question. Love that question because, mm. like I said to you, as, as, as a frontline worker at that time, uh, uh, to be precise, I was a teller. So you could imagine uh, 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 being a teller and having to come back into the into the, mm. into the banking industry itself. And, and you'll, you'll, you'll know how the bank works, obviously, in my when it's not quite busy and stuff like that. You are there in front and all eyes are just staring at you. So when I went back, there was this question of saying, do you want to really be at the at the back office or, or do you really uh, uh, want to go back into the front and stuff like that? And I said, I want to go mm. back to the front where I was, you know, so so people can really just get used to it. If I was then on position on, on tenor number one, so let me go back and occupy the tenor number one so that people, regardless of the bandages that were hiding my face here and there and the, the changed looks and all of those things, the voice and characters, nothing really gets to change. So people will slowly start uh, uh, really growing and saying, Oh, so this is the new human stuff. And then at the end of the day, how you portray yourself into the public mm. without you knowing that really, that really, that really makes a very, very, very huge progress. Because I must say, if you are gonna internalize this process to your point, you you really not you really not helping uh, helping anyone. Even the people that are really coming with the support and stuff might end up just you know losing hope and stuff like that, saying ah this chap doesn't really want to come to the party. But over and above, though it starts with you, there is really that point where you really need to consider the external. For instance, mm-hmm. uh, there's people that really will be depending on you, you know. 
mm. how you carry this, you know, if you've got siblings, somebody's really looking up to you to say, will my brother really stand this and so on and so forth. But to the point uh, where I am today, I want to believe that an external an external impact has really been made and continue to be, to be done. Mm. Some of your achievements, uh, you've achieved quite a lot, but which one would you say, um, you know, signified that moment where you were like, yeah, you know, I'd, I've really, really done well for myself and sort of uh, pat yourself uh, on the back? <laughs> <laughs> so now that's another one then, because if you think about the massive achievements that have been done, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, 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 I wouldn't really get to... But I, mean, I think the one that really gives me much comfort is the number of schools that I've touched today. You know, mm. if, if I'm able to go out and, and reach out to those schools, and I'm also even calling out for that support to say, the schools uh, in particular should really be open up to say, allow us to come and talk to these young ones, because it is actually the rural sector that can really help them to, 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 to really get back into the focus and say, you know what, lives, there is still hope in life, you know. Mm. Because, you know, a person really finds it very difficult for themselves after just having failed a certain grade and so on and really become to be to be hard on yourself. I'm saying mm. there, is, there is more to that, you know. You need to, to lift, you need, you need to go back and pick up and say, you know what, I will still continue with this life. Mm. Regardless of what comes my way, and at the end of the day, I am who I am, and I just have to continue believing in me. So in terms of what I've really achieved so far, you know, you know, there's, there, I, I haven't really got to that goal. My my optimal mm. goal at the end of the day is for me to really get to to a point where I've got really a talk show where I can talk to the people and say to the mm-hmm. people, you know, not a, 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 a only focusing on those that do the dealt with the bands and stuff like that, but people that really think that that things are hard out there. Just for us to come and really talk about this this mind changing game. You know, mine is to focus on changing people's mindset. Because how how we think also is the actually an impact. Because if, if if you're gonna really start thinking things your own way and and and, and you go around with what you have been told and mm. you believe in those and so on. And I'm not saying everything that you are told is not correct, but at the end of the day, it still goes back to you to say what is it that I really wanna go for. But as to as to the achievements there, yes, I did really get to 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 achieve. Uh, uh, a couple of things being in, on TV is so not everybody's uh, a cup of tea being on the radio like this. You give me this kind of a platform. For me, I must say, you talked about uh, a bit yesterday to, to say, to count also on those smaller uh, achievements and celebrate mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. I must say, if I have a conversation like this with you, for me, it is one of those achievements that I'm actually proud of and I'm actually believe that they are making a progress out there. And I've got no doubt, uh, certainly, that uh, some of the aspirations that you have uh, will really uh, see the light of, of, of day. As we wrap up the conversation, Silepe, you know, your parting words and, 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 and parting shot, particularly on this conversation, given the journey in which you've experienced. So, you know, it, this is coming from someone that has had a particular experience. What is your message where people, you know, then say, and we were saying this yesterday, that people are in February and already there's this feeling of uh, feeling as if uh, perhaps, you know, you haven't really achieved uh, what you've set out, but it's it's so early and you still have 11 odd months to, to, to get it right. What's your last message? Now, my last message, which I actually even shared when the beginning of this year, is that everybody really does have that kind of a resolution. Mm. If you go back, and, and, and for me, a resolution is like it's like it's, it's, it's like a dream. So you need, mm. I'm saying to the people, you need to really wake up and get 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 to make sure that you turn that dream into into what we so call a memory. So make sure that it becomes real. Do not be hard on yourself. I mean, just a month gone does not really mean it's all over and done. For instance, yesterday I did even say to you that it's a matter of, we made an example with somebody having to go and register 
content. So yes, we do know that when it comes to registrations and stuff, might happen that the closing dates have cut off and stuff like that. Mm. But but be realistic around yourself saying there is also another opportunity coming in July and stuff. So why can't I then go and register them? But that doesn't really mean with this next five months until July hits and stuff, you're just gonna relax and say waiting for that. Find out what is it that else that you can still be keeping yourself busy with. But again, I always say and ask the people, remember there is really no hard in Harare. You need to stay in your lane and take your time. Absolutely. What a great place to end our conversation this morning. Uh, Selepi Madisha, thanks so much for your time. I really do appreciate your insights and for allowing yourself to be vulnerable to us and share with us uh, your personal journey as, uh, you know, we encourage others, uh, uh, you know, about tracking their progress and encourage them to do so and to reflect and, uh, you know, applaud themselves when they've done well and realize where perhaps they may have not Uh, done so well but also work on improving on that particular uh, aspect thank you so much i really uh, appreciate your vulnerability this morning my pleasure, Thank you very much for the time. Thanks very much. That's uh, director and inspirational speaker, uh, Selepe Madisha, who also survived a car explosion. And he is here uh, to tell the story in 2024 on Power Zone. It's 28 minutes after 2 o'clock Central Africa time. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.